0: You're listening to Movie Fighters on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Go to greenlitpodcast.com to learn more.
1: You'll love to fight with something to eat. sometimes the savory, sometimes the
0: sweet snack. 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 Hello everybody, and welcome to Snack Situation. That's right, it's the hottest podcast in the, the lands. The lands. All lands. On land. Because we are on land today, Matt. I feel like I've been introducing this show for a while, and I don't know how to do it.
1: <laughs> Whether we're trying snacks on land or at sea, or in the
0: sky, we're trying. Our... We could try snacks on the land or in the sea. <laughs> yeah, you Snack got Snack Situation. <laughs> Yeah, we We're really should have some ice cream.
1: We should have gotten the village people to do our official, theme music. I, I mean, our theme music is pretty good as it is, though. I like it.
0: Yeah, my my name's Chris Sims, by the way. That was Matt Wilson, and we will not get the village people because there's a cop in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, we we'll, we could take the construction worker. Maybe just the construction <laughs> worker. Now that I think about it. The biker seems chill. The biker's fine, I guess.
0: Because he's not actually, like, his official name is not actually the biker. Like, his he was called the biker, I think, to mollify Middle America. But uh, he was the Leatherman. The Leatherman, sure. I, here's my question. Is the
1: Native American chief an actual Native American?
0: I, I, I don't know, Matt. Are we going to find out the village people are problematic? I mean,
1: there's already a cop. And there is a Native American. Like, That's true. If Unless that is an actual Native American, uh, in, unless that is an actual indigenous person, we cannot allow them to create theme music for us, unfortunately.
0: Matt, I have excellent news. Really Native American? Philippe Rose, uh, it says, according, this is according to Wikipedia, this is their verbiage, claims indigenous American descent and dressed as a Native American. All right. And he was recruited in a gay bar called The Anvil, which is
1: great. What a good name for a bar. All right, I will accept it. And while we're talking about uh, the agenda of progressives, while we're talking about leftist leanings, let's talk about the snacks we're trying on the show this month for June. We're trying some Ben & Jerry's products. Chris, you mentioned that We're going to be eating some ice cream. You may say, hey, didn't you guys eat ice cream last month? Yeah, we did. But then something very monumental happened. Uh, You've seen all the statements put out uh, since late May from the various brands.
0: Yeah, I think they fall into three categories. My wife and I were just talking about this. Uh, They fall into... Category 1, which is bullshit, which Cat- is the NFL.
1: Yeah, Category 1 is we stand by our employees of color and we'll fight for equal justice in every way. Something to that effect. Something where yeah. it is very cautiously – it's a cautious expression of support that does not actually express real support. <laughs>
0: yeah, Uh And that is, like, the statement from the NFL, the statement from the Chicago hockey team. I don't know if the Cleveland baseball team has made one, but Uh, I feel like my brain would explode. The Washington football team sure did. Yeah. So Uh, so that's category one. Yep. Category two is okay, which is like Gushers. Category two
1: is when they actually said the words Black Lives Matter. Yeah. There's there's, a... There are two distinct categories where they said, you know, we support our employees of color, which it's not all people of color. It's not communities of color. It's our employees of color. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that second category, they said in no uncertain terms, the words black lives matter.
0: Yeah. And I, I feel like that is an interesting category because you're seeing a lot of people like, like uh pokemon for instance like put a dollar amount on what they were doing and like really came out hard and i i appreciate that i i do think it's a little bit weird that like the gushers and pokemon have to fix this problem but it, but we are all part of the society so i am glad that they are are doing their part category 3 which I think is the most important category, is Hell Yes! Yeah. Which is the category that this week's snacks fall into. Yeah, this might be the only brand that got like a full-out Hell Yes from me. Uh, babynames.com Okay, I have not seen the
1: response from Babynames.com uh,
0: It is a... If if you are feeling down, and you don't want to feel word, like more somber, don't check it out, but com came out hard.
1: Oh, I do have to give it up for two British tea brands, which I can't think of right now. Mm-hmm. But, like, the general British tea companies, when people uh, tweeted at them specifically to say, like, I can't believe this other tea company said Black Lives Matter, I guess I've got to buy the other tea. And both tea brands said to separate people, fuck off, don't buy our tea either.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, if, if you are also what was euphemistically referred to as a critic of anti-racism, I feel like there's a shorter word for that, and you're listening to this show, fuck off, don't listen to the show! I feel like we're already there. I hope we're I, already there. I hope. We've done... I have read some reviews of other podcasts that I do, and you would be surprised.
1: Well, okay, fair enough, but... I feel like we've made our positions pretty clear in our comic book discussions and movie viewings and snackings over the years.
0: Uh, so, I would like to
1: think so. The company that put out the statement where we were like, fuck yes, was Ben & Jerry's. Chris, you tried a Ben & Jerry's ice cream last month. Because, mm-hmm. let's be honest, we knew. We've always no, known. It,
0: this is not the first time that Ben & Jerry's has, like come out with a bold and definitive statement about civil rights or or like literally putting their money where my mouth is uh, I have talked before about the uh the the previous sort of specialty flavor before the one that we're trying now was justice remixed, yeah, which was to benefit the equal justice project yeah exactly uh, so Ben and Jerry's has been in this fight Because Ben and Jerry's in this fight.
1: Yeah, like Ben and Jerry, the guys who, as far as I know, are no longer actually associated with the brand aside from in name. Uh, but the the guys have appeared on like news shows talking about fighting for equal justice and equal rights. Like they're the, they're the real deal. Like old guy hippies who are still fighting for rights. They they're not those baby boomers who turned into the shitty people who watch Fox News. <laughs> mm-hmm. They kept their hippie mentality, and uh, and they're still at it. And they make a damn good ice cream. So I remember when that statement came out where Ben and Jerry's was like, we must break white supremacy. We must destroy white supremacy. I just like busted out of my office and said to Marlene, the actual words I said to
0: my wife Marlene were, Ben and Jerry's it off! Yeah, and as, yeah. as we've established, uh, again, three reasons, I think, that have brought us here uh a we did want to put the spotlight on a uh socially responsible product that i think we, we both like uh b it's summer and yeah. i i would i'd rather not have mulled cheer wine at this point in the year i think uh and c i really like ice cream so uh
1: Yeah, ice cream, one of the world's best things, in general, across the board. Yeah, one of the world's best things, taking on the world's worst thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we are trying a particular flavor uh, on this month's show that Chris and I, you you and I were both able to pick up. It is uh, a flavor that is associated with the Netflix series Nailed It, which I don't know if you've seen that show, Chris. It is hosted by Nicole Byer. And also has a French chef on it. And on it, people try to recreate like really fancy-looking baked goods. And always do a terrible job. Because they have no time to do it, and they're not professional
0: bakers. It is. I I have seen it. It's a very... It's a weird show, because it feels very good-natured. Because no one expects them to... Make it good,
1: yeah. <laughs> but
0: but it is this weird show. Of like, hey, do something you're bad at, and, and while well, we provide humorous commentary,
1: well, it, it feels like it is all in good fun. I feel like the people on it understand that they are there to fail. <laughs> yeah, for humor's it's whoever sake,
0: fails the least is it's the whoever on that yeah, show. Whoever
1: fails the least, and I mean, I will say a big part of the show. Like, I could do away with the whole show and just. Do the reveals? I think so much of the show is just building up to the reveal of how bad the thing actually looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's the that's the money moment for sure. But that's why uh, the ice cream, which we have, which is called Chip Happens, is described as a cold mist of chocolate ice cream with fudge chips and crunchy potato chip swirls.
0: Yeah, I think Nailed It is a very weird show to tie a food into <laughs> because the like the whole thing is it is these foods are bad here's our tie in well no the foods are good they just look bad <laughs> sometimes they they taste okay
1: usually I feel like during the taste test they almost always say this tastes good
0: it just looks terrible do you would you agree with me Matt that even though there is like an American version of great British bake-off nailed. It is kind of the American version of great British bake-off because it's like, instead of being, everybody's out in a nice pastoral setting. They have taken a week. They're all very supportive of each other and they're in a competition and they're going to make these beautiful things that they have practiced, that these people are uh, guiding them through with instructions. And in this show, a bunch of people go on a soundstage, and people make fun of them while they try to cook, and they've never cooked before. <laughs> and then everybody has a good time.
1: It is definitely an American thing, where people are like, I can do this, even though I've never done it before. <laughs> that is a that is a very m- American mentality, for certain. Yeah. All right, my ice cream is starting to get a little melty, so I think okay. we should dig in.
0: All right, so we, we've got the chip happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very excited about it. Uh, we've talked before. Not usually a chocolate ice cream guy, but I do like chocolate with uh, potato chips in it. Yeah. Uh, we'll
1: talk more about the ingredients in a second. I want to go ahead and get this. Try okay. this. I got a big old spoonful. Oh, man. I love that.
0: That's really good. Like when you get the chip in there, that's really good.
1: That is fucking delicious so whoever discovered like we've we've known about the combination of salty and sweet for a long time right mm-hmm. we've had peanut butter and ice cream we've had pretzels and ice cream whoever thought of potato chips and ice cream was a mad genius it was brilliant because this is the first Ben & Jerry's flavor to have potato chips in it. There was previously, I've talked about it on the show, there was previously, before the Tonight Show version of the Jimmy Fallon ice cream, there was the Jimmy Fallon ice cream called Late Night Snack, which had potato chips in it, and was absolutely delicious. I believe it had vanilla ice cream, and maybe like caramel swirls and potato chips. This is even better than that.
0: This is really good. There's a uh, a restaurant here in Durham, uh, well, an ice cream parlor called the Parlor, and one of their big specialties is they have a sundae with potato chips in it, and this is definitely like the version of that that you get at the store, but it's pretty good, <laughs> like it's really good. Yeah,
1: super tasty. I really really like that. I need yeah. to pop this back in the freezer, I think. Before we try our next snack.
0: I might just keep it. I might just keep it sitting here.
1: Well, here, vamp for me while I go put this back in the freezer. And then okay. we'll try our our next snacks.
0: On the subject of salty and sweet, I did almost pick up when I made my uh bi-weekly grocery run this week. Uh I did almost pick up the new Pop Tarts, which are Pretzel, uh, like crust, and I'm very interested in those. And uh, my wife likes pop tarts, but she has talked about how she uh, doesn't care for the crust on a pop tart because it's bad. Which fair, uh, but I don't like. I don't know if I trust the pop tarts brand enough to to go with a pretzel pop tart that is full of chocolate. I don't know. All right, I'm back. Welcome back. So,
1: chip happens. It's great, better than the yeah. even the other Ben and Jerry's potato chip ice cream, which was also delicious. Mm-hmm. Really good stuff. All right, we've got other frozen foods to try. So let's get to those. Chris, do you want
0: to try yours first? Yes. Uh, I also picked up uh, these are new, uh, which is kind of weird to think that like they haven't done this. Before, but it's a Ben and Jerry's like ice cream sandwich. It's called a pint slice because it is literally like a circle the size of a pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream, as though they just Wolverine it.
1: Yeah, like it's they a they, they Wolverine did it. it. It's kind of like a ice cream sandwich. It's kind of like
0: a Klondike bar. Yeah. Now, usually, I like ice cream sandwiches. I like regular. I again, I think we've talked about this in the show. Like a just straight regular. Like chocolate wafer vanilla ice cream sandwich is yeah. pretty tough to beat.
1: Yeah, they're great. And the best ones of those, speaking of Klondike, are the Klondike ice cream sandwiches. Mm. They're tip top.
0: Uh but things more like a Klondike bar, I don't always enjoy because Matt, I got sensitive teeth. Gotta watch those
1: those chompers.
0: I got I got the sensitive teeth. Matt nah. and so it it hurts me sometimes to bite into a to bite into an ice cream I prefer the i i prefer a spoon or it or at the very least a cone situation uh, cone situation what you cone it on <laughs> uh but that is not what we have. What we have is uh this hockey puck of ice cream, so speaking of the late night. Uh, flavors. This is a Stephen Colbert's Americone Dream, which is a flavor I've tried before and that I do like. The, uh, just not the not regular
1: Americone stuff. Dream ice cream is very tasty, yeah. Yes. It's got bits of cone in it. It's delicious.
0: Yeah. Which cone or not? on? That's what you're coning on. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can get it out. It's a little fragile to the touch, but that might be because it's been sitting on my desk while we've been talking about it. So, let me take a big old bite. It is just a hockey puck, Matt. All right. In be, looks.
1: be careful with the your
0: sensitive teeth. Mm. Okay, here's what I like. The chocolate that is containing the ice cream Yes, is effective at containing it, but it's not like it's thin and breaks easily, so I don't really have to get my teeth involved too much.
1: Okay, that's a nice element.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, man, those are good. Yeah, it was real good. I wish I had been able to find that at my grocery store. I was not, uh, but that was that was the one I was like most looking forward to. I feel like we traded off what we would have preferred to have, Mm -hmm. because I would have rather had the Klondike bar thing, and I think you probably would have been more into what I ended up with, which were the peanut butter chocolate chip cookie dough chunks. Yeah. Another new Ben and Jerry's item, which, these are just chunks of cookie dough that you must keep frozen. I do not know what is structurally, what's going on structurally with this cookie dough where it must stay frozen.
0: (laughs) I don't, I have to assume that it's not structural as much as it's ingredient based. Probably so.
1: Um, I'm guessing that these are just like the bits of cookie dough that they put in the ice cream, in like cookie dough ice cream.
0: Almost assuredly. But like a lot of like, at the the local mall here, there's a place that's like, it bills itself as edible cookie dough. And like, I get what they mean. But also, (laughs) also, you don't have to be Tinsel Kim. To uh, eat cookie dough, <laughs> folks. Like, all cookie dough is edible, if you try hard, if you believe yeah. in yourself, and you're willing to take the risk.
1: They're just saying that you, it doesn't have raw eggs in it, is what they're saying. Yeah.
0: They, should, they should put that on the side. Instead of edible cookie dough, they should put cookie dough without raw eggs in it.
1: These are fine. They taste like cookie dough.
0: Ooh, not enthused, I see. No, they're not, they're not bad.
1: They're not bad at, by any stretch. They're yeah, just not You're not a you're not a cookie dough ice cream guy either. No, they're not my ideal, but you know what? If if I was desperate for the taste of cookie dough and I could not make cookie dough at home, I would definitely eat these before like getting like Pillsbury pre-made Pillsbury cookie dough and eating that.
0: Yeah you can just make cookie dough and not put eggs in it right like you have like I imagine there's a way to make it without
1: oh yeah there's like
0: some d- other binder
1: yeah 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 you could use but yeah binders other than eggs for sure
0: I gotta finish this I gotta finish this hockey puck
1: Matt nah. these are pretty good but I can't put this down okay well how about we take a break we'll come back and rank all these snacks
0: All right, sounds good. Hey there,
1: this is Jeremy Parrish, and if you're a fan of classic video game soundtracks or if you just love 20 minute rock epics about war ready armadillos that battle Catholicism, you should listen to Alexander's Ragtime Band. Join the power trio of myself, Elliot Long, and James Eldred each month as we talk about the most pretentious music of all, progressive rock, right here on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Hey folks, it's Asif Khan, CEO and editor in chief over at shacknews.com. Give a listen to our nine to five Elon podcast about Tesla and electric vehicles and all sorts of cool stuff over there on the Greenlit Podcast Network.
0: All right, Matt, we are back from uh, putting putting these things back in the freezer.
1: Yes, because we wanted to keep them because they were good.
0: Yeah, this is not a th- this is not a situation where I am. God, I keep saying situation like that's not the name of the show. And now it's heavy in my mouth. <laughs> uh, this is not one of those times when we're going to like take the littlest bite we can and then just just dispose of it discreetly.
1: Yeah, let the birds have it. This is not going to end up as bird food.
0: Get a permit from the city to pour SA down my drain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, not going to happen uh because we're going to eat all of this over time let's start with a thing we both tried the chip happens ice cream which is so so good
0: yeah it's it's definitely i think better than the cannoli ice cream
1: yeah man i i found this to be like like i can't wait to eat more of it if that says anything
0: yeah, that is not a that's not a an emotion that I think we usually get from you on this show, Matt. I know. It's rare. But but, but here we are. I got to say I've got I've got chip happens and cool ranch doritos over here. I've got it is I am ready for a Matt Wilson birthday party.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're doing something in my honor. Uh, all right. So, better than the cannoli ice cream. Mm-hmm. I would say better than You mentioned Cheerwine Holiday Punch, chilled and mulled. I think this is better than that.
0: Yeah, I think it's, this might be the best cold snack we have on the show. Right? Because I feel like this is at least on par with the Renfest ginger lemonade, which was good as hell.
1: It was delicious. Uh, Which was a chilled beverage, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would prefer it to the frozen apple cider slushy. I do too. I definitely do too. The question is: Is this better than the best Girl Scout cookie caramel delights? I think it I can. Mean, I think it can hang with it for sure. I
0: would say yeah. Like, it can, like caramel delights are good, but like, there's no salty element to caramel delights. That's true. They're not salted caramel delights. I
1: will say, I like. I bought several boxes of caramel delights this year. I think I ended up with three. And by the time I finished that third box, I did definitely have a thought of like, I'm good till
0: next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, these, I think these are better than that. Mm, t- cinnamon almonds I think might be a sticking point, because that's that's simple. The, the brilliance is its sim- the brilliance is its simplicity.
1: Matt. And you, you skipped over what I think is the biggest competition: little Debbie vanilla Christmas tree cakes.
0: Those are those are those those have an unfair advantage because tying something in to Christmas is better than tying something into Netflix. Has nailed it.
1: <laughs> True. But also, here's my argument for Christmas tree cakes I think going above. I think we found our spot for this. Christmas tree cakes are absolute beautiful simplicity. Talk about the simplicity of cinnamon almonds, the simplicity of a Christmas tree cake. It is vanilla frosting, vanilla cake or yellow cake. Some you know, frosted like stripy frosting and sprinkles. That's it. And it is a delicious, beautiful, perfectly balanced bite. The thing about this ice cream, it's a little busy. Like, I could probably just be good with the the chocolate ice cream and the potato chip swirls. But they also add in chocolate chunks, which I think are gilding the lily a little bit. I mean, I'm not going to get mad if I get a chocolate chunk in a bite, but also you're like, you're a little unbalanced on your bites. Some of your bites are going to have a lot more potato chip than others. Some of your bites are going to have more chocolate chips than others. It's not, you're not guaranteed the same beauty in every bite
0: of this. I, I do want to point out, I did go and check just in case, uh, at little Debbie, has not tweeted since May 28th hmm. and is exclusively tweeting about snacks, about snack cakes and and oatmeal and uh, oatmeal cookies. Like little Debbie is staying in her lane, but also not taking a stand.
1: All right. Hang on. Let me, Twitter is not the only thing that exists. Let's be very clear.
0: Even though sometimes it feels like it.
1: So I'm going on Instagram, finding the real little Debbie. All right, there is is nothing. (laughs) This is massively disappointing, Chris.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man, I don't, like... I I think we might have to put this one right under the cookie, little Debbie. You fucked up,
1: take, little Debbie. Take stand, little Debbie. You fucked up. Like I look, is it necessarily fair that we're judging a snack on the basis of their stance on uh, the value of Black lives? Maybe not. But it's our fucking list, and we can do what we want.
0: Yeah, it's our fucking list, Little Debbie.
1: <laughs> so even though I I made an argument for Little Debbie being the superior snack, I sure as hell am going to feel better eating this Ben & Jerry's ice cream. So Ben & Jerry's Chip Happens is going between the cookie and room-temperature cinnamon almonds. Yeah, Little Debbie... You're lucky you got in as early as you did.
0: Much like how the cinnamon almonds are. I don't. Matt, I'm not even going to say it because I think that might be making light of a situation. But room temperature cinnamon almonds, they are neither hot nor, nor cold. They have not taken a stand. True. Old Debbie's the same way.
1: They are lukewarm. Ben I and Jerry. You, I spit you out of my mouth.
0: Ben and Jerry out here doing the work and making good snacks. Uh, do you want to do the pint slice or the cookie dough? Next.
1: Uh, let's do the pint slice. Now, let's do them in the order we did them when we were trying them. So, pint
0: slice next. Yeah, pint slice is fine. Uh, the, the thing about the pint slice is, personally, if I'm going to get an ice cream sandwich style treat, it's probably not going to be this. Because if I was going to get this, I would just get. I would just get a pint of Americone Dream, and I would eat that. That is a preferred way to eat ice cream. It is by no means bad, but it is not my preferred method for delivering this flavor. Also, having the kind of harder chocolate shell does detract a little bit from the crunchiness of the cone pieces, which I think are of a nice attraction to to the ice cream. So I would say definitely below cannoli, which did the like cannoli pieces really well, I thought. Yeah. Uh but again, you know, still pretty good. Like better than a McDonald's Netherland's stroopwafel McFlurry, for
1: sure. Yeah. Uh all right. Well, what's 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 your spot
0: here? I feel similar to it. As I feel about Reese's Pumpkins and 1893 from the makers of Pepsi, which is that nine times out of ten I'm going to get the other version of those. Uh, even though I did prefer 1893 from the makers of Pepsi to, I almost called it vanilla Pepsi Cola, but that's not what it is. <laughs> st- st- standard
1: Pepsi Cola. Did they ever have they ever made a vanilla Pepsi to compete with vanilla Coke?
0: Surely they have. But like the vanilla coke that you buy pre-made is not great. You got to get that from the waffle house. Yeah, it's it's not great. I mean,
1: it's not great. The only flavored coke I will drink is cherry coke, and when you compare that to the cherry coke at waffle house, it also pales in comparison.
0: Uh, I would say I'm going to th- I think I'm going to slide it right below the ABC's, out and brown crackers.
1: Yeah, but above the Furakake. Popcorn.
0: Well, I didn't have the furikake.
1: It was good. It was very good.
0: Okay, then I'm gonna put them. Then I'm gonna put below that because that is a very emphatic endorsement.
1: Okay, so above the tasty cake holiday cookies, below furikake popcorn is Ben and Jerry's American Americone Dream Pint Slices. Uh, I'm sad to say, uh, the cookie dough bits, cookie dough bites, gonna go even lower. Not a lot lower, because I think they're better than the Stroopwafel McFlurry. I do. Okay. Uh, so let me find the actual... I don't have them in front of me. Uh, so I guess they are just called Ben & Jerry's Cookie Dough Bites uh, Peanut Butter Chocolate Chip. So that's what I'm going to... That's where I'm, Cookie Dough Chunks. Cookie Dough Chunks are the official name. So between the Renfest Pecan Roll and McDonald's Netherlands Street Profit McFlurry, cookie dough chunks, peanut butter, chocolate chip.
0: All right. So so three pretty solid summertime treats.
1: Yeah, three uh, pretty solid summertime treats. Anything you buy from Ben & Jerry's. And let me assure you, they are not a sponsor. Anything you buy from Ben & Jerry's, probably going to be pretty good.
0: Yeah. And uh, even though we are, even though we we are kind of jumping on this as an excuse to uh, talk about Ben and Jerry's, uh, there is a very serious issue at the heart of this episode. Uh, So do what Ben and Jerry's does. Actually, go read that statement on the Ben and Jerry's website and uh, follow their advice. Find some uh, causes to support Uh, We've got a couple that we talked about on More Rocket Ajax. If you don't know where to start looking,
1: yeah, and Uh, and if you don't listen to Ajax, we'll name them here. Uh, The uh, NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund is one that I think is really good for longer-term action, fighting the sort of the long marathon fight for racial equality and racial justice. Uh, So. Definitely send some money their way. And Chris, there's also a fund that people can donate to to split up their donation between lots and lots of different organizations.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, that is at uh, actblue.com slash donate slash bail underscore funds underscore George underscore Floyd. Uh, that will support uh, community bail funds, mutual aid funds, and racial justice organizers all across the country. Uh, possibly even in your part of the country, as well as other places. So uh give that a look as well.
1: Yeah, and you know, the other thing is like, you know, people love to joke around, and I do too, about like, oh, what are the brands going to say? Do we need to hear from all the brands? Do, you know, does everybody need to make a statement? But it does help to know who we're consuming from if we must live in this capitalist nightmare (laughs) it is nice to know that who we are consuming from uh the people behind it if they don't genuinely have worthwhile ethics and morals that we can support with our dollars um at least they want to give the appearance of that and that's about all we can hope for in the world we have um I it is actually genuinely deflating to see that little Debbie had nothing to say about this.
0: <laughs> it, it's a little weird cuz look, I don't think I don't think small Deborah uh or gushers or fruit by the foot are going to single-handedly get out there and fix society. Uh but I do think encouraging people to do the right thing is big and again, you know, in a very cold, the, the grim calculus that is capitalism, somebody at Fruit by the Foot was like, hey, most people agree with this, and so we need to say it.
1: Yeah, we want people to know that if they buy stuff from us, they are not buying stuff from racists.
0: Yeah, Which I think is the bare mens, bare mens. that we can expect.
1: I did find on the Little Debbie website, there is a, a, a thing you can click on where it says uh, a message from our family to yours, but it's about COVID nineteen. It is not about uh, the the protests that are happening right now. So, uh, no word yet from Small Deborah on this. I suppose we will update. We've made it our mission now to update you about this because we've made Little Debbie very important to us, which is a weird place to be. But it's where we are.
0: Don't, if you're out there, don't hassle the person running the Little Debbie Twitter account. But if you know the person running the Little Debbie Twitter account, tell them. Tell them we said.
1: Yeah, tell them we said. Tell them we said that these, the, the folks over there in Collegedale, Tennessee, all the Seventh day Adventists who run Little Debbie in Collegedale, Tennessee, they should really speak up. If they are legit, not racists.
0: Yeah. How did we get here? By eating ice cream? I don't know. Matt, it's a... Listen, it's a weird time that we live in. But we are here to talk to the people about snacks. Everybody else out there, hopefully you have also been doing the right thing. Uh, and, And you know what? You probably deserve an ice cream, too. So have an ice cream. Get a Ben and Jerry's. They're good. Wholeheartedly endorsed from your buddies here on Snack Situation.
1: We'll be back next month with another snack to try in July. What will it be? I don't know. Maybe some kind of smash the patriarchy snack. Until then, everybody. <laughs> See you next time.
0: Stay hungry. Defend the police. Watch snack this has been a Kaleidos Media production.